0: It can be embarrassing to admit to ourselves that we love validation from others. The warm fuzzies that we get when someone buys from us or likes our posts on social media or tells us what a good job we're doing. Who wouldn't love that, right? Liking these things is okay, but it's when we begin to let this need for approval impact our actions and our creations that we've fallen into the trap, the validation trap, dun-dun-dun. If you're
1: a more energetically sensitive, creative or entrepreneur, who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers, so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with Anna Longstokes is a business and marketing podcast where we'll uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Empathic
0: Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about your need for validation and the impact it's having on your creative and entrepreneurial success. As an empath, you might avoid putting yourself in situations that will cause others to feel envious of you. And this is going to limit your ability to put your creations out into the world we talked about this a little bit when we talked about jealousy, but if on the other hand, you are stuck in the energy of needing validation for everything that you say, do or create, then you're also stuck in a trap because you will be filtering your creative efforts or entrepreneurial efforts based on what you think will get you the most attention, compliments, or approval from others. This has become an almost sickening disease of sorts in the last 10 years as people use social media mainly as a big gauge for validation. It has become such that I see a lot of entrepreneurs give up really quickly when they don't get that instant gratification from validation from others that they hoped they would get whenever they launched their business or a project or podcast or whatever creation out into the world. But before we talk about moving away from this tricky energy and taking back control, let's talk about a few of the culprits that have led us to wanting this validation in the first place. If nothing else, this can make you feel like you're not alone. We all go through this, and here's why. Okay, number one, we are taught from a very young age to seek reward for behaviors and actions that are deemed quote unquote good. So the desire to receive validation has essentially been hardwired into our brains from a young age. And you can see this all around you if you have kids or you go out in public and you watch families. You'll see how much parents use reward and validation to get children to behave in the way that they need them to behave, to make their life easier at the time, or to make sure they're being good citizen. And I'm not judging this, but there are consequences to every action. And in this case, you can see how we as children from a very young age receive some mixed messages and become hardwired to essentially do say etc whatever so that we can receive validation. Okay, so that's one thing. Number two, certain groups, and honestly I would say mostly women here, (laughs) have been programmed from society and family for ages about what it means to be a quote unquote good girl. So most of our actions are put through some sort of internal filtering process before they even see the light of day. And because this is quite literally energetically programmed into our space, we usually aren't even aware that we are filtering our actions and expressions based on this programming. So long story short, in a way, we as women especially have been programmed to act in ways where validation will be received. This is similar to number one, except for a lot of the things I see with women around more female-specific validation are things like being responsible for the family thank yous or family cards or remembering everyone's birthdays or if not cleaning the house, hiring the cleaner in the first place. There's just certain things that women have watched other women perform these roles or tasks for decades, and in a way have learned to take those expectations on. They're programmed into our space. Okay, number three, and this is the last one I'm going to be talking about today, but there could probably be like a hundred more bullets here, but If you are an empath, which you likely are if you're tuning into this podcast, you feel the energy of others in your body. And your body has in a way trained you to be super in touch with how your actions will impact others. This means that without a lot of thought, you might be filtering your actions based on how your body is interpreting the energy that it's going to feel once you do or say whatever it is that you want to do or say. So a good example of this would be just because we're talking about programming and youth, let's talk about senior prom. Maybe you're a boy or a girl, you want to ask someone to senior prom, but you know that somebody else also likes this person. Because you're an empathic person, you will likely not Want to handle the conflict that's going to be involved or the hurt feelings that are going to be involved when you ask this person to prom. So, what do you do? You don't ask them because you essentially feel the energy before it happens and you decide, yeah, you know, that's not going to be worth it. So, I'm not going to do it. If I had a penny for every time I found myself saying to my husband that X, Y, Z, you know, but I don't want to handle the energy from it. Like I would do this and that, but you know what? It's not worth handling the energy. Then I would have a really big piggy bank because as an aware empath, you're constantly weighing whether the impact of your actions will be worth the energy that you're going to experience in the body from those actions. What does this have to do with validation? Bring it back around to validation. Okay, well, if you're a sucker for needing to be validated for everything that you do and say, then you're constantly going to be in a trap of not only doing and saying what's going to give you validation, but maybe of not doing or saying it because you're afraid you won't get the validation. It's a trap and it's no way to live. I know many creatives and entrepreneurs who are empaths or more energetically sensitive who don't put their creations out into the world because of the energy they're going to handle if they do, or because they're too afraid that they won't be appropriately validated when they do so. Yikes! I mean, even like saying that makes me really sad. I am curious about how many awesome works of art, or services, or courses, or inventions are sitting on the shelf. Because the creators have gotten stuck in the validation trap. So how do we, as energetically sensitive creatives and entrepreneurs, release this need for validation? You know what? It's actually really simple. You just have to create for yourself first. You have to learn to validate yourself first. And then, you know what? the need to validate others is just going to naturally subside. This means that when you go to take a step, do it for yourself first, and then view any praise or reward that comes from it as a sweet little bonus. So for instance, this podcast is a lot of work to create, but I really love it writing and talking about these topics gives me an opportunity to clear energy around things that I've personally struggled with or that I personally am struggling with. If you think that I don't get caught in the need for validation sometimes, then you'd be wrong. I do. And writing about it and doing a podcast about it helps It requires me to look at this energy. Like each week that I produce a podcast, I'm essentially working the energy of that topic. I'm clairvoyantly reading it. I'm meditating on it. So on a deeper level, a spiritual level, I see doing this podcast as allowing me to continue to grow and work through a lot of the lessons that I came here to work through in this lifetime. So that's why I put the work in sorry, you guys, it's not for you. (laughs) But hey, if this podcast is helping you, then win-win. And from the feedback I'm receiving so far, it is making a difference. So the benefit here is that I win, you win. And then if this podcast ends up putting me in the ears of the people who feel called to work with me, who then end up paying me for a course or for coaching, then that's simply the cherry on top. But that's not why I do this podcast. I do this work for myself first. So firstly, just admit to yourself that being selfish is the least selfish thing you can do when it comes to being a creator. The world does not need a bunch of broken healers and empaths walking around sticking their noses in other people's business so that they can avoid their own growth. The world needs more empowered empaths who know how to put themselves first so that they can then help others. Once you learn to put yourself first, ask yourself what it is that you want and what it is that you need. If you're used to doing everything solely for the validation from others, then this might be a difficult question to answer at first, but take a day to be with yourself and treat yourself well. Pay attention to how your body responds when you ask it what it needs. Your body has your answers, you just need to be willing to check in with it once in a while and receive the wisdom and truth that it offers. Once you have this information from your body about what it needs, you can begin to prioritize giving this to yourself. So take my podcast example I was just talking about. Of all the things I've done to launch this business, it's doing the podcast that brings me the most joy. So with my limited hours in the week, I always try to make the podcast my priority in the endless to-do list of entrepreneurship. So ask yourself, what gives your body the biggest joy or the most release or both? It might not be what everyone else wants for you or validates you for, but when you begin to take actions that lead you more in alignment with your truth or that brings you closer to your truth, Then you naturally fall out of the need to be validated by others. And when you can get to that sweet spot where your time and energy in life is spent doing the things that also bring you the most internal reward, then I would place quite a large bet that the external validation will also follow. But at that point, it will matter less to you and therefore won't have power over you. You will have escaped the trap per se. Okay, that's all for today. But if you're curious about how meditation can help you turn inwards and cut through the clutter and letdowns that are part of your journey, please make sure you're subscribed to my newsletter at www.empathicpreneur.com. I'm in the midst of creating a free library of resources for things just like this, and I want you to be the first to know when they go live. Also, if you like this podcast and want to keep supporting me, validating me, (laughs) please click subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. Until next time, keep creating.
1: Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're an energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur looking to find more ease and profits in your creative and business endeavors, then check out our Empathicpreneur Academy, a community and program designed to help you get out of the start-stop-start process so that you can move through the fear, drop the resistance, and show up and do the work you came here to do. Learn more at www.empathicpreneur.com or click the link in the show notes.